Welcome to the Medman Podcast, a podcast focused on helping you level up your practice. I'm Jesse Arnoldson. And I'm Jay Holmes. Through interviews with some of the most successful leaders in the industry, we help uncover resources, tools, and ideas to help you level up. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's program. Hey, everyone. Jesse here with the Medman Podcast. As a reminder, we're here with Jared Schultz, the Director of Practice Management Services at Medical Specialties Managers, Inc. Last episode, we covered the transition Jared went through from working in kind of a silo by himself to that of incorporating a team strategy in his medical practice. This week, we're coming back. Jared is joining us again. Welcome back, Jared. Hey, Jesse. Thanks for having me again. Of course. Well, Jared, you know, we talked last time about the things that got you into healthcare and, you know, the the kind of purpose behind you staying in it and keeping going. But it's, you know, I think we'd be lying to ourselves if we didn't acknowledge that working in healthcare, especially medical practices, is kind of a, a grueling career choice. What do you do to maintain purpose or keep your keep your flame lit? Yeah, so I have I have a phrase that I've adopted and I, I use it a lot. So and it's one that I uh, will often tell myself at the end of a, a demanding or overwhelming day. And uh, that is uh, live to fight another day. So I don't know if it's the right application like that. for that. But uh, yeah, so for me, it means just that idea of like, it's the end of a long day. There's still a lot of issues and work to be done. But guess what? I'm still standing. All this is going to be here tomorrow. I can, you know, they'll still be here then. And it's better that I check out, you know, while I'm still in a good place and, you know, not burnt out and still alive, you know, and yeah. uh, come back ready to, to tackle it all the, the next day. So that's, that's something that I've, I, I try to share with a lot of people, you know, people that I work with and, and my teams that, you know, I feel like they really need to, to just push themselves. And, and, you know, there's, of course, there's times where there's deadlines and, and things that need to be met, but, um, you know, like in almost every circumstance, like you can, when you walk away at the end of the day, like everything's going to be there the next day and, right. and it's, it's just going to be ready to pick up and, and live to fight another day. I think, you know, my measurement of, of good life balance ne- isn't necessarily the amount of hours I get to be at home or if I'm doing my hobbies, but you know, my, my temperature gauge is if I'm, if I have energy when I walk in through the door at home, you know, am I, do I still have enough mental energy to, to carry on a good conversation with my wife or can I get down and wrestle with my kids or something like that? I know I'm out of whack when I come home and I can't even think straight and I just, you know, push my kids to bed. And <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, I can totally relate with that, you know, live to fight another day. I think if you can learn to go home and keep a clear conscience that, that that work is there and it's fine that it's there and not all the way done, your life can just be so much better, right? Totally. Yep. Well, good. Well, Jared, last time we talked, we, we focused on, you know, one of the improvements that you're most proud of. And we learn a lot from our wins, right? That, that lesson from, from solo to team is, is one that I'm sure has provided a lot of benefit throughout the rest of your career. But we also learn quite a bit, if not more, from our failures. So we want to kind of focus on that during this episode. Do we what, have to? <laughs> right? Do we have to? There's just, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that it's good for us to, to learn from that and to 
publicly share it. What's that saying? He he who learns from his own mistakes is is smart, but he who learns from the mistakes of others is wise. Something like that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so we get a chance to gain some wisdom from listening to to your failures, Jared. You know, Jared, tell me, you know, give me an example. Tell me about a time where things didn't go as perfectly to plan as you had hoped what what happened what what did you learn from it yeah so um i have like a very very distinct experience example that i go my mind pretty much goes to immediately with with this i've, I've been asked this question in uh, you know other settings too like interviews and, and and like it's just this is the one so it might not even sound like a big deal but uh when i was uh, a young practice administrator i, I mean, the details aren't even like really important or I don't even remember them all at this point but I had a provider who I think wanted to to me to kind of like make an exception with the benefit plan that we had laid out and I wanted some you know exceptions made for for him and I kind of I I just planted my feet and and was not going to move at all not going to budge and I thought this was my opportunity to you know assert that you know I'm do things by by the book and and I'm gonna you know be a presence here and from a management perspective and uh, we're just gonna this is how it's gonna be well it's uh, I think uh, pretty easy to fast forward to the end of that one and know that that didn't go very well um, <laughs> and it actually like I, so I'm like a pretty pretty calm person like people like accuse me of being like too mellow too reserved too calm sometimes Right. Well, in this particular instance, ultimately, fast forward to the end of the story, it's this provider and myself basically face to face shouting and yelling at each other in an argument oh my over this. And it was it wasn't pretty. We uh, I don't know, we, we collected ourselves enough to just drop it and agree to disagree. And I walked back to my office and I just felt sick. I just was absolutely like disgusted with myself and how that went and i i just i don't know somehow something took over me and was like you need to go say sorry and do it now you have to do this so i uh went to, went over with my uh tail between my uh, uh <laughs> bag and, and i just went over and i said sorry and that i did not want to act like that ever again and that's not how i want to carry myself and the provider, to his credit, basically said the same thing. He's like, that that was totally, you know, uncalled for, for for me to be acting that way also. And we both just kind of forgave each other. And we didn't have it resolved in that moment, but we just recognized that that's, that's not how we wanted things to be. And, um, you know, for me as an aspiring and developing, growing, you know, management, you know, professional and leader in healthcare, that, that was clearly not the trajectory that I wanted to be going on or the path or the person I wanted to be. So yeah, that was the failure. There is fortunately a lot of happy endings uh, and outcomes and positive things that came from it though, which I'm, I'm happy to elaborate on too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, first, what did you, you know, what did you learn about yourself? Cause I'm assuming it probably hasn't, uh, you haven't let, let yourself get back to that, that level, right? You know, what did you learn about you specifically that that's helped you going forward and in, in kind of keeping you know keeping from from get letting it get to that point yeah so i think um what was really driving that um was just my own competitive 
nature or need to be right or you know level of, of just pride that was not allowing me to back down and you know that I I thought I was the you know authority you know in that circumstance I was you know the practice administrator I you know I you know I'm the one that you know <laughs> in my mind my very very mistaken mind was you know the one that made those calls um so yeah I think you know recognizing that I can have those uh, reactions and my just kind of uh, need to or, or impulse to be right and and you know kind of assert that right. authority is one that I have to catch like really really quickly and just set it aside immediately what benefits came from kind of that low point or that that i guess high point of of conflict <laughs> you know between you and this provider what was your relationship like afterwards yeah so over time it actually it became great um and the the key things that led to that were just the, the lessons that i learned from the from the process and, and his willingness to be patient with me and, and make that growth so you know going back to, to what i was saying before about you know this this you know competitive or whatever uh, need to be right i mean that's what i realized like i don't it's okay if i'm not right so i could have an opinion i could have an idea of this is how things have to be done. This is, this is, this is it. And, uh, you know, I'm convinced that it needs to be done this way and it's okay to not be right. Basically. Right. Um, like you can, you know, there's in very few circumstances where you are the, you know, final authority making that kind of black and white call. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, typically you have other leaders above you and, and others that you collaborate with at the very least. The idea of, you know, I could feel very, very strongly that a certain path is the right one uh, and that my opinion is incorrect because it's my opinion. Uh, right, right. But to be able to present that and put that forward and also say, you know, I'm not attaching any emotion to that. And, you know, if, if the leadership group wants to go in that direction, that's that's awesome. If they don't, no big deal. I presented it. I, you know, presented a perspective and, you know, my professional opinions and, and you know, and advisory and wh- whatever, you know, happens with that is totally fine. Um, and I can feel good doing that. So, so that was, that was like a huge thing for me, you know, and just to kind of like sum it up and, you know, what we're really talking about here is all, you know, emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. which, you know, up to that point was just kind of a buzzword and just kind of sounded like, you know, business talk to me and, and learned all about it in grad school and in leadership classes, but like never really felt like a tangible concrete thing to me in any way. Right. So this just kind of like in an instant just encapsulated like this is what this is and this is why it's important. And this is why it's like the crucial leadership you know, quality and attribute, you know, more so than the business acumen and, you know, strategic thinking. It's, this is it. And uh, it was on full display for me. Right. Right. Well, you know, sometimes it, it, we really do have to kind of hit a a low point or, or, or something like that to, I guess, become aware of perhaps a weakness or, or just an area where we have a lot of growth to make. And sometimes we're, we're fortunate enough to actually recognize those hard times as, Areas in which we can learn something. And, you know, one of my, my favorite lessons learned from a few major, how do I say this, butting of heads with, with colleagues is that when you are working in a team, you're going to come up against each other and, and different opinions, different emotional maturity levels. And at some point, you're not going to act the way that you wish you had. But if you come away from one of those experiences 
and you can be vulnerable you know for example you went to this person and apologized and they apologized to you and you guys were able to talk it through a little bit whether or not you resolve the the underlying it or the 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 issue at hand for example the benefits in this example or or you know what other whatever other issue there is if you can at least come together on how you're going to treat each other and and being vulnerable with one another and i guess being humble as well in in your apology the trust level in that relationship increases more so than if you had never even had that run in right Uh, and it becomes something you can really build off of yeah so you know if i had an opportunity to to go back and in hindsight if i could have done anything differently honestly i i wouldn't have and it's it's just because like that was such a painful but necessary step for my development as you know as a leader as a healthcare leader um, and just as a as a person and, and what that's meant for me you know in my all my other relationships too um and it's like it really transformed me in like very permanent ways that continue to make me better and more capable and uh, you know better leader and um, you know team member and contributor and facilitator in, in so many so many different ways and like I can't even tell you how many situations it's saved me so much stress or or worry or or any you know heartburn just just knowing that you know I I don't have to be right I do have to put forward my you know best you know, professional advice and opinion and be, you know, the, the the best resource I can and, you know, try to steer people in the right direction. But, but, you know, I don't have to take this, this approach where it's, you know, all or nothing. And, you know, there's a very few circumstances, you know, where, where that's the case, you know, aside from legal and compliance things, you know, if it's business strategy or, you know, kind of preferences or different approaches to things, like it doesn't have to be mine. And, Ultimately, what's best for the team um, and the organization is what's uh, what's best. So whether that's my, what I put forward or not, and I just seen what that can do, and and just going into going into you know work with you know leading teams and you know and, and different you know, individuals and and leading operations with that in mind to begin with, it just frees things up so much to open the door to others and empower them and create a, a you know a safe environment for them to step up and put forward things as well so it's like i said if i could go back and change it i, I wouldn't it was it was what needed to happen for me and hope i'll you know not lose sight of of what that was for me absolutely well jared thank you for for being on the medman podcast for sharing your stories with us you know we we miss you here at MedMan and we're just grateful <laughs> for a chance to rub shoulders again yeah thanks for having me jesse and thank you all for tuning in I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Jared. For the show notes, transcripts, material from the show, and everything else MedMan does, head over to our website at medman.com. Remember, we'll be here twice a week sharing insights, ideas, and tools to help you level up your practice. Thanks again for joining us today. Thanks for tuning in to the MedMan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's featured guest. For the show notes, transcripts, resources, and everything else MedMan does to help you level up, be sure to visit us at medman.com.